0: Welcome, everyone. We're about to begin. by is Hashem BPJ number 25. That's Baez Panimi group, she, for both men and women, sheer number 25. Some people have this question. They understand Puruvu, why it's a mitzvah, and it's to bring the dairis down to be Mamshach dairis to serve Baruch Baruchu. But people don't understand exactly, I oh, you know, what is the tachlis of it, and why is it indeed so important, especially knowing that. It lost, when there's Olam Abba and, and Nitzchias of Olam Abba, when the Neshama leaves the body, in Shamayim there's no concept of sexual pleasure there. There's Tainugim there that are beyond what we could comprehend in this world, and it doesn't exist there. So if it doesn't exist in Shamayim, why is it so important in the scheme of things? Now, the truth be told, it's the Machleikis, between the Ramban and the Rambam, and according to the Ramban, and the Ramchal brings it down, and the Balshemtiv holds this way that Lasad Lavei will be either Loilam or at least a Tchufa of Elaf Shanim. We don't understand how these things work. Where because the in Oyla both the Guf and the Neshama serve that Kaddish Baruch Hu, then when it comes Lasad Lavei, there will be a time where both the Guf and the Neshama will get itschar Lasad Lavei. And according to them, the Ram, Rambam says no that all the tanugim and schara Abba is purely a tainig of neshamis of souls without bodies. But the Ramchal, bringing through the Ramban and the Balshemtiv, that mahalach is that la'asid love Hashem will after Tchias HaMesim, will bring put the neshama back into the guf, this point that the guf will be totally purified, because after it comes back, the offer will be reconstructed, and there'll be a tremendous oil, the neshama will shine through the guf, and there'll be a a a, a certain physical existence, where the, both the neshama and the guf, will together have anah from this schar. But even if you say that, it's a more different type of thing, it's certainly according to the Rambam, so why indeed it's important? So to understand, first of all, this concept is that to know, for example, that if someone, let's say, seven thousand, seven hundred years ago, a yid kept, learned the Shulchan Aruch and kept it and followed this, and on a regular Wednesday morning, 500, 600 years ago, one yid in some little town put on his right shoe and then put on his left shoe and then tied his left shoe, and then tied his right shoe, going to the din Shulchan aruch, and he's mekayim it l'shem shemayim. That schar for doing that, and that connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu for doing that, is nitzchias. Even now, in Olam mabah, that yid who lived 500 years ago, will is schar to get that oilam void. It is forever and ever. And in that context, we need to look at it that way. When HaKadosh Baruch Hu tells you that when a husband and a wife are together in the right way, the Shechina is shayra down here, and brings a special bracha and a Kedusha into it, that bracha and Kedusha is not just in the moment. The Kedusha and bracha is embedded in the Nesham, and they take it for the, with them for Nitzchias. So this is not just a question where people ask, if, if, if why is aina uh, so important, or why is sex such a big issue in a married life, if in the scheme of things, in shemaim it doesn't even exist, and this is the answer. Everything in Eilam HaBoah, Kaina Achas, Achas, Mikol Even one mitzvah is the greater than the entire Eilam in a certain Bechina, even though Eilam is the schar for it. And the same thing when it comes to this. And again, this is a, sometimes very hard to wrap one's head around because again, it's an Indian sex in general that's so misused in our culture so twisted very often and so warped and and that that to have that concept to realize that between a husband and wife the right way it's a beautiful thing is a big adjustment for many people to really understand that and accept that now it's very sad this i i heard before but this happened more than all, once where someone basically said to, uh, to uh, uh, um, a counselor, uh, it happened to be a Christian wife in this case, but it happens very often in our culture too, where a wife tells the husband, after having several children, or they, or she knows or feels it's her last child, and she tells her husband that uh, sex is over now because there's no need for it. And this happened, and, and, the, and the husband was heartbroken from it. Now, you could be cynical, when you hear something like this and say, well, heartbroken, uh, what do you mean heartbroken? He's just upset that there's a taiva that he has, that now he can't have that taiva anymore. It's similar to when uh, someone was chain smoking and has to break that addiction or, 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 or alcohol or anything, and then you're taking away that taiva in a permanent way. So that's why there is a tremendous amount of tsar there. But heartbroken, the Nishana, eh, what are you talking about? you know but that's not true it's a very big misconception that women need to know about men again we're going to talk a lot about misconceptions on both sides men misunderstanding what women need and vice versa but this is one thing that very often women don't understand about men there's a misconception that they're because their sexual organs are in on the outside versus by the men by the women it's concealed and because Hashem made them that way, that they're visually stimulated, meaning it's very easy for them to get sexually aroused visually, or even by just thinking about it, way more than women. Therefore, they have this concept that they are like animals in a certain sense, and they're one-track minded, and their desire for sex with their wives, I'm talking about purely with their wives, are is a superficial thing, and and it's just animalistic, and it's the furthest thing from the truth. The desire for a healthy man in a healthy marriage to have sex is something that is not just physical, even though it's manifested that way. It's something of very de- deeply emotional, and there's a very deeply spiritual need for it as well. I just want to say before going further that this sheer and a lot of the shir that we're talking about here is when we're talking about marriages are overall healthy and that you're keeping all those hard work things that you need to do outside the bedroom as well. And in that context is what the shiurim are being given, so it's something that you need to remember as we're going along. But if one thinks that the sexual connection in marriage is not important, then you're missing out a lot in understanding HaKadosh Baruch Hu's ways and what he wants from us and what he desires from us because life, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, made it is not just about what we need we can live technically on bread and water and maybe a little fish and uh, whatever vitamins that we need to fill our actual need. We don't need 50 types of fruits and 100 plus types of vegetables and different types of meat or coffee, or we don't need technically cholent on Shabbos and cold cuts and turkey and corned beef and pastrami and corn salad and broccoli salad and so on and so forth. We don't need all of this technically. We could live all without it very easily, or maybe not so easily. But again, with um, the with exception of unhealthy indulgences, and that's the sakana of anything that a tiny that Hashem placed in this world where you could indulge in an unhealthy way, but with the exception of that, and you make sure not to do that, then Hashem put us in this world to enjoy. You can't go with the mahalach of yes, there were certain tzaddikim, yechidim that were knowing in certain precious. And yes, there were certain people through the diurus that chose that path and yes you had the altaf and kelm that Idafka used to eat very bony fish after a long long to control himself and to make sure he eats exactly like this and that very nice but for the 98% of us this is what Hashem wants he put in us in the world to enjoy to enjoy a sunset to enjoy anything and beruchnius when it said in Tehillim Tamu Urukitai Vashem. Taste and look and see how good Hashem is. Now, most people touch it and it's lamitay in Ruchni is Tamu. Taste the Messikas satira. Taste the beauty of my ways. Taste my the connection you could have with me through tefillah, through Tyra, through through chesed, through all the ruchnias that kenyonim, Uru ru'u means see, see through the secrets of my Torah, see all the good things in ruchnias that HaKadosh Baruch Hu did in the toiva, the mitzvah that's one type of it, the but it's also equally true in gashmias, tamu, taste it taste in gashmias Taste that delicious apple, that plum, that, that nectarine, that, that wine of on Kiddush, or by the Sadarim, and, and, and the meat, the le- le- covered shabbos. Tamu, taste it. Tamu, taste that, that, that sweetness that is there in the sexual pleasure between a husband and wife when done the right way. Or Ru'u, and Ru'u, and see, see the world. See that beautiful sunset. See those beautiful fruits of all different colors and all different types. See it, and see, Hashem, that Hashem is good to you from it. It's both. Gashmi and Ruchni is together, as one. That's the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu made it, and that's why we're down here in the first place. And Torah was not given to Malachi Asharis, it was given to people down here in this world, because Hashem wants you to connect to Him through your neshama and through your guf, by enjoying what He wants you to enjoy in the right way. If a person thinks that he's holier because he's depriving himself, he's not holier because he's depriving himself. And we're basically programmed. We, in order to induce our simcha, very often we need a gashmiyus, in inyan, to get us to that mode. Ya- Yaakov asked for matamim before he gave the bracha with David. I met with 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 um. Shalom Melach, right? He needed the the the, gina, the music, in order to uplift his spirits, and Alicia the same way. Khuli Hamanagin, and so on. Hashem made it that way purposefully, and so you could live technically without uh, all these other types of foods that Hashem made for you to enjoy, and you could live the same thing. You could you could. Um, you know, to have that healthy, pleasurable sex in marriage, you could say technically it's not needed for your survival, because contrary to many opinions, you won't die if you don't have it. But at the same time, that's not the tachlis. It's something that Hashem does want for you and from you. He says, I don't want just Vu, which is a that commits it to be mam d'airis. But that's not the only reason I created the connection between a husband and a wife, just to have children. He wants the ayna as well. He wants the aina as well. Not just the man wanting it because of his inner instincts or the women some, woman sometimes because of her emotional closeness. HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants it. He wants it for their both sakes. And very often, like we said before, we cannot look at it in terms of chiyuvim. Even though technically, yes, you could say the man has a mitzvah's ayna obligation towards his wife. His wife has other types of chiyuvim towards the husband. But we need to look, just like by mitzvahs, even though technically they are ch'yuvim, not to look at it in the dynamic of ch'yuvim. Tachas Hashem If you look at things only in the terms of ch'yuvim, it diminishes simcha. You need to do mitzvahs and my toivim. Yes, even though it's a mamashachiv gomer, but you're doing it and hatoiv me'ahava because you want it and because you desire it, and because you're happy to do it, and to be molly, simcha, about it. And same thing over here, the sexual union between a husband and wife, not al but because you want to do it. Hashem wants it for both of you. And to have enjoyment out of it, and to be marba with simcha through it. And even if when we say that Kabbalah's oil is important, the Kabbalah's oil of the Eved, because sometimes you need to to, you need to serve a Baruch Hu, let's say even if you don't feel that, that tainig from a Shabbos or from a mitzvah or whatever, you need to do the mitzvah anyway in a certain way that's even a higher radregah where you don't feel the tainig, let's say, of learning and you're learning anyway. When you don't have the tainig of keeping Shabbos and you're keeping it anyway, when you don't have the tainig of davening a uh, Shemayin uh, uh, and you're doing it, it could be a very, very high level. But in a deeper level, that you could make it also a tainig. That oil malchusha mayin could be a tainig. To say to yourself, that is a thing brought down in Svarim, in Kabbalah, in Hasidus, that an Eved, even though an Eved, there's a Evid, Eved, which is in a certain way higher than an Avaidah of a Ben. Avaidah's Eved means that he's doing it because of Kabbalah's oil, because his master told him to do it. But even then, the, the Svarim bring down, the Eved, the true Eved, Neman, has a Nemus has a sweetness in that Kabbalah's oil. Even in Evet he has a tainug. He may not have a tainug in the act, actual act that he's doing. But let's say this his his, his, his his example. Let's say the master told him, you fetch a uh, pail of water, wherever." He may not have a tainug whatsoever to do it. He may not be in the mood to do it but he has this separate tainuk, this special tainuk, this is my master, my good master, he's telling me to do this, and I have a tainuk from doing his Ratzain. That type of tainek could happen even when there's just a Kabbalah's oil. So that's also important, but the bottom line is, is simcha is important, and in our world, the way Hashem made it, Hashem gave it to us, where sometimes you need physical prompting to be ma'or this simcha. Whether it's beautiful begodim before uh, when yont, by yontiv, the COVID yontiv and or or malchalei Shabbos for shabbos, and aina, the ingyen of sexual pleasure used as a vehicle shem to be mechaber a husband and wife together so that there should be a simcha and that the shchiner should be shayra there and to take time to give up things that hold you back from enjoying this unholy type of control, over-control, and to allow the relaxation and trusting Hashem and being vulnerable. There's no mitzvah to eat tasteless food. Sometimes in a certain, like I said, there's certain tzaddikim, a certain mahalich, where some people, dafka, tried to, to eat dafka, the tasteless food, to break their taivas and so on. I'm not saying it's not an avayda, but it's not for everybody, it's not for most of us, and it's not uh, for... for mahalachachayim for, for for you know as a consistent thing. Healthy foods, yes, a hundred percent. A hundred percent eat healthy, not unhealthy. You don't eat unhealthy foods, even if they taste good. That's true. But reject that idea that healthy food has to be tasteless. You can have healthy food that in the right measure, in the right way, keeping the mitzvah of a sechem, you eat healthy foods that you enjoy that taste good and again, you're careful about the overindulgence of it of course but you, what you do eat in the right measure at the right time, you enjoy and thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu for it with a bracha before, a bracha afterwards and while you're eating, appreciate Hashem for that food and the same thing applies with m- marital relations between a husband and a wife the ratzen Hashem is for husband and wife to enjoy each other to enjoy their sexual life together. That is what Hashem wants. Just like he wants and enjoys, and if he gives you the parnosa to afford it, he wants you to have those beautiful dishes for a Seder, Le'el Seder to put out. He wants you to buy it. He wants you to have a nice suit, Le'Kavad Shabbos. He wants your wife, or with a wife to know, I want you to have a beautiful dress to wear, Le'Kavad Shabbos and the Yantiv. I want you to enjoy that cholent on Shabbos I want you to enjoy that gefilte fish on Shabbos I want you just like I want your Shemirah Shabbos and I want you to keep all the Lama Tes the Sur to stay away from it and I want you to learn Tyra and I want you to keep my mitzvahs and I want you to light Hanukkah and I want you to fast in Kippur and the Arbat when you have the Kayach to do it and I want you to do all my mitzvahs I want you to have a nice suit for Shabbos too I want you to have a nice dress, to cover the cover Yantav, too. And I want you, husband and wife, to enjoy that physical intimacy, the sexual intimacy that I'm giving you as a Matana and a Bracha. I want it for you, and I want you to enjoy it. Very often, in some circles, people have this notion, they avoid marital intimacy or the, or, or experiencing pleasure in marital intimacy, and they could talk it into themselves from here to tomorrow that it's a kadusha it's more likely, has nothing to do with Kedusha. It's a fear of being vulnerable. It's a fear of working hard towards being emotionally healthy when it comes to this area, to allow a certain openness and a connection. It's a fear of losing some unhealthy control. And it's no mitzvah, just like it's no mitzvah to eat tasteless food. There's no mitzvah to remove yourself from this pleasure that a husband and wife is destined to have that Hashem Chodesh Baruch Hu wants them to have. It's a mitzvah to eat healthy foods that taste delicious. Just make sure not to overindulge. Now, if you're already overindulging and you want to go to the other side for a little bit, different story. In in the sexual realm, that could happen sometimes too. But overall, but Klal, it is not the case. Just like you could survive technically without a lot of these healthy foods. But Hashem wants you to use it and enjoy it. The same with the sexual pleasure in, in, in a marriage between a husband and a wife in a healthy way. Even though technically you could survive without it, that is not the kavanah of a Baruch Hu. You are not no less kaddosh for desiring sex. Your husband is no less kaddosh no less of a good person, no less of a noy Hashem, because he wants to have a physical sexual relationship with his wife. And from the wife's perspective also, they can and could and they're capable of enjoying the sexual connection with their husband. Husband needs to do some work in order to um, help her with it, which we're going to talk about, a Hashem, in the upcoming share. But part of it is, is because there's no investment of time or energy, and you blame it on stress and hectic schedules, or again, again those psychological reasons where you don't allow yourself to be vulnerable, and so on. And many wives say to themselves at a certain point, yes, sure, sex may be good, but I don't need it, and I could do perfectly well without it, and I don't need to pursue it. And that's how a lot of women feel sometimes. But this is not the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu designed it. This is not the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu designed it. Now, you can't say it's not my cup of tea. It's not me. It's not me. And there's no stira. You see, the problem with people, again, it's hard to sort of flip it because it's so misused in the cultural outside world and sex is 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 is, is overblown, hyper focused in very warped ways, that it's hard for uh, to understand in a Yiddish HaHelega home that it is a very integral part of life and of their simcha and what Hashem wants from them, and they f- think it's a stira. It's a stira. It's no stira. If a if a, if a if a if a if a woman decides she is davening shemayna Esri and trill as much as she can, of course, three times a day, and even says Gans hilim, and is involved in chesed and, and keep and has shiurim and chaburis on shmiras haloshin, and somehow they think in their heads that this is a stira to enjoying a sexually pleasurable connection with their husbands and enjoying it. There is no stira; it's it's part and parcel of avodas Hashem. It's part and parcel of tzeis, like we explained in other shiurim, how how enjoying and expressing sexually in the right way between a husband and a wife, and a wife expressing herself that way is not only not a lack of tzeis. That is what tzeis is all about. So going back to to the point that we said in the beginning of the shiur, is that why do we why is this why is Aina so important in shemayim? It doesn't exist. There's other tainugim. Getting close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the biggest tiny of it all. All this full pales and significance. What's the whole tachlus of it? And the answer being like anything else to explain the mystery of why we live in this world. We understand a little bit why when you fast in Kippur, you get Eulam Mabah. But we don't understand so well why when we eat Erev Yom Kippur, why we get Eulam We don't understand how, yes, Tefillin, as Kaddish as it is... But the fact that you're taking a, a, a you know, using physicality and a skin of an animal and, and using ink, that you have to use dyes and physical materials. How is this connected to Nitzrius? And how by doing these things do I connect to Hakkadish Baruchu in, in a, like he says, a me tying my shoe, like I said in the, my mushel there, 500, 600 years ago, in one time, because he listened to Alocha and he tied his shoe that way that he's going to get oil my Abo. Why is that so important to Baruch Baruchu? It is indeed a mystery. But the bottom line is, is any physicality in this world, even though we live here for a short period of time, everybody, with good and healthy health, that we live in this world, Hashem, this is not just for this. Ramosha, for example, Ramosha Feinstein is getting coming from living here in that short time span, relatively speaking, of not just his giving over Shiure taira, but living in the physical world, answering shilas and helping people with their physical lives when lechzinden is and what to do in this Matzit, and what to do in this matziv. It sounds it's very hard when you read shilas and chuvas, Sometimes you forget that that's all about. You're reading a chuva, It's very very sometimes seemingly mundane about a person's life. Something happened in Shabbos. This broke. You have a kiddush and the the, the what do you do? You know, you know, all these things that seem so like in the scheme of things, what, what is it? But the answer is that is the secret and the mystery of how Gashmi life in this world creates that Nitzriyas. And if it applies with everything in all mitzvahs, it implies also to Pruvu and it implies to Aina as well. That even though technically, yes, there's no. Sex up there in Shammayim in and the Neshama doesn't... There's other Tainogim and much deeper Tainogim, but it makes no difference. Hashem placed it in this world, and if you use HaKadosh Baruch or using Gashmiya sticker uh, things that Hashem gave you and is giving you to appreciate Him, to have a Karsatav to Him, to connect to Him, that is Avotis Hashem and that is Nitzchias, and that is what Hashem wants in this case, Between a husband and wife, to do everything they can can, to fill their simcha and to overcome obstacles and to work together to enjoy it the way Baruch Hu wants you to enjoy it. And that brings Bracha in Gashmias and in Ruchnias together. Bracha and